0: This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by using your friend or family streaming services when you're at their place. So many of these streaming services don't include a guest account so that you can watch whatever you want, whatever weird shit you're into without affecting everybody else's watch history. And since they don't, good luck everybody for now. Th- Netflix now thinking you like 17 seasons of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly in stereo podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tad Burt, and with me today as always my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. Welcome back, Tim.
1: How's it going? It's
0: going great. We're still in Pride Month, and uh because yep. we're not we're non we're non-binary when it comes to our pride flags. Well, last week we were flying one set of flags. Now we're flying another set of flags.
1: Tim, yep. tell everyone about your pride flag. Uh, my my pride flag uh, proudly features uh, two bears doing what they do best. That's one bear. That's two bears. No, it's one bear. It's two bears. No, it's one bear. You see, you see, Tab. When two bears love each other very, very much, they they become one. Continue. Um, uh, it's you know, it's two manly hairy. Bears uh, proudly representing this, the new state of uh, the new California Republic. Yeah. I don't remember what
0: they're called, but it's, that's one bear. Anyway, uh, mine, my flag this week is the fuck around and find out flag for when no step on snack is not uh, edgy enough. Uh-huh. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to apologize. Last week we had some audio issues. We forgot to hit record, or some somehow the recording stopped before we really picked up the show last week, and so we had to pull audio out of the stream, which was also not good because it looks like our master fader was bumped up about 10 dB higher than it was supposed to be. And uh, some people took some exceptions with that. There was another podcast that was on the air last week that also had audio issues, and rather than- and still
1: decided to
0: and still decided to release the episode, no less. But uh-huh. instead of instead of just accepting the fact that you know, okay. Oh, well, we had audio issues. Uh-huh. It happens. They decided to throw some shade and and that our audio issues were far worse than theirs, uh-huh. which they weren't because ours stopped after a, a little while. Theirs persisted the entire episode. Man. And I'm not going to name names, but uh, I mean, you just you figure. You, you'll if you're listening around, you'll you'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, apologies, apologies to the listeners for fucking up the audio for the first 50 minutes of the show last week. You know. Hopefully it won't happen again.
1: Hopefully, I mean, you said hopefully it won't happen again, but how often does it happen?
0: Once in 237 episodes, something like that.
1: Um,
0: Also this week... We, uh, we're we coming into the final month of the Dick Show weight loss contest. Yes. So if you have joined Team Here's What I Don't Get or Team Rhinestone, do it for Dolly. <laughs> it's time to really buckle down. Like, I know you've been doing some cheat days. You've been drinking a Dr. Pepper now and again. You've been eating the carbs or you've been giving in and thinking like, oh, I worked out. Maybe I'll have a Snickers bar. You got to stop yep. all that this month. This month is the. This is the true austerity measures. You need to be fasting. You need to be eating less than you were already before. Because
1: yeah, because even if you have lost some weight, most of that in the beginning is going to be water weight. And you're you're hitting a
0: plateau. You're going to hit a plateau. You have to push through. You have to either increase your activity, decrease your calories, or do both. And uh, I'm pr- I'm I am a uh, what twenty three pounds away from my goal now more than halfway more than halfway i th- i've lost 37 pounds since the start of this contest so i'm very confident that by july 4th i will be down that final 23 pounds maybe more maybe more yeah it's going to be it's going to be uh, exciting to drink beer again uh yeah so anybody who's participating in that be sure to get your weigh-ins in and be sure to uh up your exercise. If you're doing, if you're doing, you know, if you're just lifting weights, maybe it's time to add in some cardio. If you're just doing cardio, maybe it's time to add in some lifting weights. If you're doing both, maybe it's time to increase the weight. Maybe it's time to increase yep. the duration of your cardio. Maybe it's time to try a new form of cardio. You know, if you're doing both of those, maybe you could do some Pilates or some other aerobics. Something. Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Don't do hot yoga. No. You gotta. If you're working on your arms, maybe it's time to move into your legs and your core. If you're working on your core, maybe it's time to move into your arms and legs. Now you gotta you get you have to push into the other areas that you're not doing right now, and that's how you'll continue to lose the weight. And uh, I'm I'm proud of each and every one of you for every pound that we've all lost together.
1: <laughs> uh, what else? What are you, what you have going on, asleep, Um Tim? We had uh, we usually have our movie nights on the yep. weekends. Now, uh, did not do movie night this weekend. We did not. No, we did not. because that's because we were doing poker night. Yeah. Uh, that was super fun. It was. Had more than the usual amount of people there. We did. Uh, and more than the usual amount of fun. Yep. And we played until about four in the morning. Uh, yeah. I yeah. got home as the or sun so. was rising. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Not, I mean, we really weren't drinking. We were just. I was, dr- well, yeah. we weren't drinking heavily. We weren't drinking. He- we did have a few drinks, but that yeah. wasn't why we had to stay up so late. We had no. to stay up so late because the games just kept going. They kept getting better until the final, the yeah. final hand, trucking and tucking, goes all in before the cards are even dealt. Yep. And he's trying to take money. He's trying to get me to, he's trying to get everyone else out, but me and him. So he yeah. can hopefully take double his money by d- taking my hand. Yeah. Um, but everybody else is like, fuck it. Why not? And they, <laughs> they match his all in. Then Tim b- pulls our fourth guy all in yeah. with his next bet. Uh-huh. Very confident. So, I'm looking at my cards. So we're playing. We're playing a, What is was it called three up? Uh, yeah, two down, three up. Two down, three up. It's, it's a, a variation on five card stud. Five card stud. Um, I think Tim has two cards up, two in his hand. We're looking for one final card. I'm I'm the same. Uh huh. And I go ahead and pull t- Tim all in. Yeah. And we start flipping hands, and I won the whole pot. It was insane. Well, that's
1: the thing is like because we had. Three of us all in, there yeah, was.
0: Yeah, so Trucking and Tuckin's bet was one side bet that he could only win that. Yeah. So we had to resolve Tim and I's hand first uh-huh. to find out who won that amount of money. Yeah. Then we had to resolve the hand between Tim, our fourth guy, yeah. and I to see who won that pot of money. And then finally, we had to see who would win that fourth pot. Yeah. And so by by beating Tim and then beating our fourth guy, it was down to just Truckin' and Tucking and I. Uh-huh. And uh, was it three kings? Did I have a full house? I think it was three kings.
1: and uh, Tuckin' trucking didn't have anything. He didn't have anything. He didn't even look at he his cards. He didn't even look at his cards. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he flips them over, nothing. Yeah. And you had all the chips on the table. All the chips on the table. It yeah. was awesome. It was great. It, it was crazy because it like it's not for any real stakes. It was just mostly for fun. And yeah. but even that, with all that money on the table, my heart was fucking racing. <laughs> I mean, it was racing. The excitement was so real.
1: Yeah. Uh I ended up getting a uh, a straight in two down three up, which is yeah. nigh not- impossible. <laughs> that was great.
0: Yeah. It was uh it was a ton of fun. We played Texas Hold'em, we played Most, seven yeah. card stud, yep. we played two down, three up. Yeah, we had a a lot of fun on poker night. Oh yeah. And I think it was more fun with five people. Oh yes. I Definitely. think maybe six would be perfect.
1: Yeah, because you were you were the dealer the whole time, but also yeah. playing. Yeah. Um
0: that would, that just so that we didn't have to move the shoe around. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. They make those those card tables that like fold up into a wedge, and they're like an octagon. Oh yeah, fold into a wedge. Yeah. I think I might buy one of those at some point because you can just throw that down on any table, and yeah. you've got a poker table. But that'll be in the future. Uh, anyway, that's uh, I think that that's it. Why don't we jump into some issues, Tim? Tim, what's your first issue this week?
1: Here's what I don't get: uh, spinoff shows. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of these on TV these days, and uh, not just TV. It's it, it's it's pretty much everywhere. Uh, in today's world, IP is king. Uh, you come up with an idea that's vaguely similar to an IP that already exists, and uh, well, you just get your version of that show. Yeah. Um. You know, we've we, everyone knows about all the Law and Orders or CSI. Like I tried to
0: watch 24 Legacy recently. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, which was. For all intents and purposes, not twenty-four. Yeah, because uh, there's
0: only twelve episodes. Uh-huh. They were in real time, but there wasn't any character overlap. Yep. And it was they not did Jack mention Bauer. people. They mentioned that oh, people they? existed. Yeah. yeah. And. At one point, the lady's like, "I studied under Edgar Styles." I'm like, "Edgar Styles? You like just got out of college." Edgar Styles died like 17 <laughs> seasons ago. <laughs> uh, but it was also it was also just so bland and uninteresting uh-huh. that I uh, just I watched two or three episodes and I have not yeah. gone back.
1: Most of them are, but there was a there's there's a there's a different kind of spinoff show. Yeah. where where uh, there's a there's a there's a show that's popular. And uh for some reason or another, it ends. And yeah. or or and sometimes even before it ends, this happens. Uh they take the most obnoxious character uh from that show and they're like, Hey, what if we just gave him his own show? Like Joey. Yes. Or the Michael Richards show. Or young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Yeah. Right? Uh we take the most obnoxious, annoying character from This, uh, you know, retro movie... Uh, review show. Mm-hmm. We just give him his own retro movie review show. Where
0: now he's the star. Yes, and not just a contributing person. Uh-huh. So He's in all of this, the episodes, all of it,
1: and that's exactly what I want to see. Yeah, it's like
0: I, you know, I, I tolerated your presence uh-huh. in in the original run. Yeah, because you did. You every so often you'd have a good joke. Yep. or or you'd bring in something. But in, it was uh,
1: part of a whole.
0: But it was part of a whole. Right. Yeah. The ensemble is what really made it. And now we have to build an ensemble around around like like a uh, Speed Two. Yes. Yes. In Speed, Sandra Bullock is annoying. Yes. Right. But everybody else is so compelling. Uh She has to be there as the annoying character. Yeah. But then you make Speed two. What? She's the main character. She's the the anchor. Yeah. So they had to amp up everyone else being super annoying. Yep. And uh, you had the guy
1: with the leeches. You had the mm -hmm. weird fourteen year old that wanted to fuck her. you had all that
0: fat guy that was on vacation you had her boyfriend who was just a bland all the annoying
1: yelling people on the ship instead of like in speed the people on the bus at first are you know shocked and you know Mm -hmm. screaming but after a while they're just the other characters on the bus yes whereas most of the time in speed 2 everyone's yelling and screaming and running around because why wouldn't you yeah
0: yeah yeah i can't i can't stand these spinoff shows it's they're they're unwatchable.
1: Pretty much. Just, uh no matter what they no matter what they're about. They yeah. could be about some of my favorite things, you know, like the Power Rangers mm-hmm. or Ninja Turtles yeah. or yeah. Mortal Kombat. Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. I love all those things. Space Jam. Space
0: Jam. Yeah, and then they come in and they've got these shitty takes about how yep. it's not yep. good. Like, yeah,
1: you don't even know. Not even. And then and then they won't. And then they won't even touch on stuff that they should be touching on, like yeah, Rhinestone. stuff that's perfect, forgotten, forgotten classics, forgotten, like Rhinestone. forgotten classics. Rhinestone has hasn't left DVD. No, th- th- I mean it barely got there. It barely got there, and like, I can I can think of like all these weird, obscure B movies mm-hmm. that get releases on like on these Plus smaller shout factory and stuff shout like factory that. arrow
0: video. Well, that's the other thing is that it's not even you know Red Letter Media they're doing their stuff with their with B movies they're not uh-huh. even, they're not even they're unheard of these other shows they go from reviewing just big uh-huh. blockbusters to still just lesser blockbusters nothing nothing niche or well, interesting there's, nothing I mean, you haven't heard of
1: the, you know part of that is of course because uh, you got to to be popular you mm-hmm. have to cover what is popular that's true and why would you cover Space Jam in 2021? Other know. than you know, outside of you, outside of you, just genuinely, genuinely liking it and just, watching it just for enjoyment, come like we did a couple weeks and ago, and welcome
0: to the gym. Yeah, that we watched Space Jam recently, just because, just because, and I gotta say, it was in, it's not a great movie, yeah, but as far as ki- animated kids movies go from the nineties, is
1: pretty yeah. <laughs> enjoyable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could still enjoy it as an adult watching. Exactly. it. I was like, yeah, yep. this plot follows. There's F- no yeah, bad the plot. Fucking
1: goes. Uh, you think of a you think of Space Jam and you're like, well, the first act is like introducing the mm-hmm. the cartoons and Michael Jordan and then the second act is like you start the conflict and no, nope. that movie is uh, Here's all the
0: characters, uh here's one training montage and, and a big game.
1: Big basketball game, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and and they do destroy Tweety Bird, which is my least favorite mm-hmm. character in all of media. is yeah. Tweety. I'd like to. I'd like to put Tweety up the grandma's ass and fire them both into the sun.
1: Do you know if any spinoffs? Do, do you know if, if any spinoffs have any love for Tweety Bird? I.
0: I don't. I don't. Oh, right. I mean, I'd assume that because Tweety and and Sylvester got their own show, and that was the worst show. You know, That's that was right. a spinoff of Looney
1: Tunes. Uh huh.
0: We. You get them all the time, and sometimes you don't even know, and and sometimes you do. Boston Legal. Boston Legal. I was going to bring that up. That's a spinoff. It was a terrible character on the practice that got his own own show, and the only thing that saved it was bringing in William Shatner. Yeah, uh, same thing with CSI, right? They started out with CSI, and now they have CSI for all these different cities it was Miami,
1: New York. Uh, they had Cyber for one oh season, God. I think it was yeah, all Cyber LA. Crimes. I think there was an LA, maybe. Uh, Law and yeah. Order, which Now, you know, one of those... The king of
0: spinoffs. The king
1: of spinoffs. I've talked about how I like SVU. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'll watch regular Law & Order also. But yeah, you had Law & Order. You had SVU. You had Criminal Intent. You had, um... uh, uh, There was a Los Los Angeles recently that Mm -hmm. was one season. There was um, one that was just called Justice that was only the the law stuff of Law & Order. Um... And then that same guy, Dick Wolf, does all the Chicago stuff. Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med. Those Chicago- are less of
0: spinoffs as they are just like parallel series that exist. It's like an MCU of television, the this, this Chicago stuff.
1: Yeah, but you but know. No, I, I
0: still throw them in there. Oh, yeah. Because none of them are good. And they do yeah. they did that with uh,
1: the CW superhero verse. Oh, yeah. Arrow, Flash, all those. Like they'll, they'll introduce a character and they're like, people liked it. Give them the show. Yeah. Um Batwoman. There was another
0: there was another uh spin-off. Oh, MASH, right? One of the greatest sitcoms of all time. MASH. And so while the Michael Richards show watching Ellie and the Bob Patterson show, those were all spin-offs in the sense that you're taking the secondary characters of Seinfeld and putting them into their shows. Yeah. MASH actually had like continuing storylines. They did yep. uh Walter, which was about uh, Radar O'Reilly, that I think didn't make an entire season. Wow! There was a show called Trapper John M.D. Yes, which is not a spinoff of Mash per se, but it is the same character from Mash, but I believe from the books by the book by Robert Altman. Ah, so that's like in the same family. But then the other one is After Mash, yes. where Colonel Potter goes and becomes a—he's retired now. And he ends up becoming a commandant or something at this uh, VA hospital, and Klinger is in trouble, and so he comes to live near or with Colonel Potter for some reason, along with Soon Lee, um, Keiko O'Brien. Yes, Keiko. And hijinks ensue and i watched i don't know I w we watched like a half a dozen episodes of it and just as great as mash was after mash is not good and <laughs> i would never want to be the after mash to someone's mash you know it's that's just me
1: yeah if if given the chance and they're like you know given the chance it's like you were this little part of this thing that was you know good to great how about you do your own shitty version of the same thing?
0: It's like, not to throw shade anywhere else, but it's like all the numerous uh, Dick Masterson fan casts that have come and gone. Yeah. Where, like, oh, we're going to recap the dick show. We're going to do the lore. I mean, even this podcast originally was supposed to be like a behind-the-scenes Facebook group-only chat podcast. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, they chose a, a more universal and not dick show-centric Theme for the yeah, show, yeah, 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 and you know, I'd even this is a spinoff of the Dick Show, essentially, essentially, yeah, uh, but it's and and or biggest problem in its own way, but in the, in we've we've gone the seasons to now stand on our own, yeah, which yeah, yeah, does happen with some spinoffs. Sure, I mean, you uh, know, what
1: was um like like
0: and here's a great example of good spinoffs. There you go. So they do come along. They is, do. What I don't get. TNG, spin-off of the original the series, remnants, plus the, the movies. movies. Yep. Then you also have uh, Deep Space Nine and Fitch Voyager, which yep. spin-off All of Star TNG. Trek. Voyager, I guess, kind of spins out to of Deep Space out, Nine. Yep. Enterprise spins out of that. Just as bad. And for the most part, those are, are pull pretty pull go good. And even with Deep Space Nine, you know, they take a character from TNG... And continue his story yes. on for, you know, TNG wraps up and he gets another four years on Deep Space Nine yep. to really explore that character and continue that story. So it can be done well. I want to say we're the Deep Space Nine of Dick Show spinoffs or maybe the Voy- <laughs> maybe we're the Voyager of, Deep yeah. show, of, of Dick Show spinoffs.
1: Um, what was that show? Jag. Yeah. Was it, that a spinoff of? No, it had a spinoff. Oh, it did. NCIS. Which has kept going forever. It's now on its thirty fifth hundredth Holy season. Holy
0: sh- oh, you you were just making that up.
1: <laughs> no, but that does
0: sound about right. Yeah. The thirty-five or something seasons yeah. of NCIS. i
1: I think most people tend to forget that NCIS is a spin off of Jag.
0: And Jag's long over. Am oh I yeah, right? long over. I
1: think maybe in the early two thousands it ended. Jag was more the courtroom it and was courtroom. NCIS was
0: the investigation. Yeah. 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 Well, I I wanna see that I think they did spin of
1: NCIS. Oh yeah, there's NCIS New Orleans. Yeah. NCIS Los Angeles, which I've, NCIS Los Angeles is kind of like the S.V.U. of NCIS, yeah, I would
0: say. The one that people like more.
1: Yeah, cuz it's got um Robin from Batman and Robin in it. And LL Cool J. Oh. Okay. I
0: have seen that in the gym. It's like been on the TV. I had no idea what it was, (laughs) but there was an episode where I could tell they seemed to be some kind of team investigating something, but none of them were in the same place. So Chris O'Donnell is like wandering around a parking lot, looking at cars, (laughs) talking on the phone to a lady in a sci-fi computer room. Yeah. While these other two guys like just wander around an empty school. And then LL Cool J was also in it. And I'm like, what
1: the hell is going on on that? And their leader is Edna mode. Oh really? Yeah. Edna Mode is is Brad Bird though. It's it's a late it, it's a lady that is. Like Edna Mode, if that lady went to like a, uh, a carnival and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get your caricature taken." The caricature you could just you just print out a picture of Edna Mode.
0: Ah, yeah. Uh the first season aired in 2003, and of NCIS, and it's still running.
1: So almost 20 years now.
0: Yeah. JAG, NCIS, Los Angeles, NCIS, New Orleans, NCIS, Hawaii.
1: See, I didn't even know there was a Hawaii.
0: Yeah. That's a spinoffs, to spinoffs, spinoffs at that yep. point. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, do, do you think this spinoff will ever end? Uh, maybe if like someone like takes a stand against them mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is not good. Is the gamble worth it, though? Cause I mean,
0: look at it, look at Law and Order, right? You don't get SVU if you don't get do do six terrible spinoffs first. Yeah, you but, don't get Deep Space Nine if you don't do a spinoff of with TNG.
1: But I mean, I could watch Jerry Orbach all day. Yeah. Was that the old guy? Yeah. Yeah. Could you? Oh yeah. Isn't he dead? He's great. Well, now, yeah. Mm. But you just watch reruns of him all day. They did. I really, if you
0: think about it, the MCU is is pretty much just a series of spinoffs.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
0: uh, a mid Iron Man and then they, instead of making Iron Man 2, they spun it off into an MCU. <laughs> and that's what that's what DC just tried to do with what is Birds of Prey if not a spin-off.
1: Oh yeah, it's a spin-off of a bad movie. It's a spin-off of a mo- movie that was panned.
0: Oh, that's what I meant Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is the spin-off and then Birds of Prey is the spin-off of the spin-off that just gets worse. Yeah. No. It would be like if if the uh, you know co-host were to then do his own show on a spinoff, and nobody wanted to watch that channel, yeah, yeah nobody wants that. No, that's no. uh, we talked about at one point doing a Star Trek podcast. I was like, I really don't want to do
1: the every other Star Trek podcast.
0: Every other, well, I didn't want to do that also, but I also it's like then I'm do, We're just doing two shows that are the same, essentially the same people so the same format would trickle in I would either have to do a Star Trek podcast with somebody else Uh or become a creative producer on another on a Star Trek podcast like instead of instead of me being the host and talking I would have to become like the third mic yes or or maybe even completely off mic but but do the all right this is the these are the episodes you guys are going to review this is your format that kind of stuff you would be
1: the uh, actually that's wrong yeah, guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that is a possibility in the future. I do have a. I do have a spinoff in mind for this show. Ah. Uh, when I leave this show, yes, I will do a, a theater based podcast where I interview. Oh yeah, you've theater always. You've, I've talked you've, about that several times.
1: Doing that all the time. Yeah.
0: That's a good issue, Tim. Thank um, you. Well, uh, here's what I don't get. <phone rings> Vocal fillers. Uh huh. Just like that, yeah, yeah. There's a, a silence there, and people just throw them in. There is nothing worse than trying to watch a video or listen to an interview or just talk to someone who feels the need to interject sound. Yep. Every time the other person stops talking, right, or pauses for even half a second, uh-huh. and I, I hate it. I become I've become more in tune to it yeah. after years of listening to uh-huh. myself talk. Yeah you're doing it <laughs> i'm
1: doing it on you're gonna, purpose you're making me crazy yeah i have I have, a, I have a slight tendency to to do that it's un, we all do it's, 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 it's unconscious yeah it's but
0: unconscious. if you want to be a broadcaster you have to you have to train yourself out of doing that the same way you have to train yourself out of saying um as you're trying mm-hmm. to look for words you just have to let this silence happen wow what happened there <laughs> nothing
1: <laughs> absolutely nothing
0: it's it's like sniffing on mic, right? I'm yep. not snorting here. I kind of lean off mic as much as I can and get a get a good sniff in. Yep. There are people that do this that I would think would be would know better than this uh-huh. at this point. You've been doing, you know, video, video, content. video content, podcast content, all kinds of different content for years. You you edit your most most people do these days. Yep. I mean, you don't Unless you're, you know, H3H3 or one of these Earwolf podcasts where they got a celebrity to go do it. You don't have a team of producers to edit your stuff. So you have to edit it. And you have to listen to your own voice. I mean, that's the reason why I think most podcasts fail. If I had to venture a guess, (laughs) the reason why most podcasts fail is because someone has to sit down there for an hour and just listen to their own voice come out of their headphones into their ears and go, is this the way I sound? This is awful. Uh I hate this. And because the you know the sound we hear in our head is different than different. what is, and you can train yourself out of that by listening to yourself over and over and over again. So the voice that I hear in my head is now much more in line with. It's a little deeper, a little more resonant, but it's close to what it actually sounds like. So that I'm not shocked it's when I hear of myself. All talking. All
1: the bones and muscle tissue and, and all the stuff
0: we have up hollow there. spaces. Yes, it's obnoxious. I get it. You don't want to listen to yourself. It sucks. But as you do, and you hear yourself go, um, and like, and you know, and, yep, uh, especially, especially, I try not to do this, and I catch myself often doing that when you announce your issue. Yep. I'll go, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's, it's... and I try not to, because I don't I don't don't need to interrupt your flow. Yeah. You don't need me to acknowledge the fact that words are coming. You fucking stop it. I can see you ready to interject, which is why I have to keep like talking a buzzer, faster. Like a buzzer. I cannot leave a gap between <laughs> any single word, or Tim will just say a useless phrase for no reason, so I'm not gonna do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like a Jeopardy contestant. And that's the other
0: thing that annoys me about it is so it's one thing if you have, you're have you just talking to a friend and they have that habit. They're not a broadcaster. They're a guy. Because I talk to stagehands and they do that, too. Sure. I, everyone, Everybody does, does right. it. But they don't hear themselves do it. It It's all underneath. Natural. Totally natural. But you're editing, right? If I'm coming through here and editing and I'm doing it too much, I can go through and delete. I don't delete all of them because then it takes away like the natural rhythm. But I do try and delete some of them. If you're editing and you're not doing this, you are wasting everyone's time with your vocal filler. Please stop it. it do you, we don't need to hear when you're searching for something? When you're, you know, if you say you're looking something up in a book or on your phone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like we said the NCIS thing. Yeah, I looked up how many seasons of NCIS there were. I just let you talk while that happened. And if if we had really come to a standstill. We you would just shut down. I would have pulled out my phone and looked at him and, and said, okay, I got it. Tim, there are actually 18 seasons of NCIS. It's been on TV since 2003, and you would say, yep. <laughs> 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 and then the conversation yeah, would, continue. Would, yeah. would just continue, and in editing, I'd see that gap where nothing was said, or maybe I hear the little low muttering, and I'd just delete that, and so You'd say, there are so many episodes of NCS, there are 3,500, and then it would just snap immediately to me saying, actually, I looked it up, 18 seasons since 2003, yeah. crazy, and then the episode would continue on like normal. You can edit it, you're a broadcaster, we don't need your vocal filler, we don't need you to say yeah, and mm-hmm, hmm just let the person talk, it's a, it's a strategy and argument too, if you want to draw more information out of someone, don't say anything. So, if I ask you a question, huh. I say some, you know, an, an open ended question about something like, oh, where are you from? And you say, Tulsa. And then I just mm-hmm. sit there in silence, let you sit. Then maybe you'll say something like, yeah, I, I grew up there and then I moved to where I went to school at. Yeah. Cause people hate silence. They naturally want to fill it. But you say, yeah. And you basically, you've given them a semicolon that they don't have. Now the silence is on you because you interjected. So, you can train yourself on these things. I train myself to use like less and less. I've trained myself to use um, less, um and uh less and less. And I'm still guilty of it. I definitely do it. I know I listen to the edits and I hear myself do it. It's unfortunate. But it's way down. I am way, way down. And you knows I try and keep you nose. All those filler phrases. Mm-hmm. Because I want to sound intelligent. So I do, I'd rather take a pause, take an extended comma as I try and find the next batch of words rather than make myself look foolish by going um and uh. When I was in college, and I've told this story before, we had to present our designs every week every, when we were in a design process. Yeah. And there was this one guy who we would sit at the back with like a uh, one of those clickers that we use, but not on the phone. And we'd sit in the back of the room while he's presenting, and he would do um... I swear to God, every third or fourth word, and we just sit there and push that button and counter him up, counter him up, counter him up, and then at the end go like, "I oh, said, um, in a in a eight minute presentation, he said, um, twenty thousand times, or the, I think he broke three digits very frequently, and I don't know if he that's didn't. A, that's a lot. It was it." It was like riding over a bumpy road, you know, where you go do 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 where all the cracks yeah. in the cement have been poorly filled in. That was the way his speech sounded. You'd cruise and then you'd hit an um
1: We um no um That's um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um. no that um <laughs> what you um, um did. did that was the way he <laughs> talked.
0: He talked Gosh. like that. And he looked like that sloth from the commercials for Zootopia, the one who oh, moves real yeah. slow to type the stuff. The DMV, yeah. That's the way he moved, too. He was he was a very obnoxious human being. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he's dead now. He died.
1: Did you say unfortunately?
0: Yeah. He was replaced by a female version, in quotation marks. <laughs> Just a miserable human being. So it be was not
1: unfortunate. It was fortunate.
0: Uh, well, the spirit lives on. It's just in a, in a, well, it's in the same body. Anyway, that was just a, a mean dig. It was just a mean spirited dig. I wanted to throw in there. We don't, you don't need the Volca filler. Do you, do you catch this when you listen to stuff, Tim?
1: Only when it's really, really, really obnoxious or evident, um, But I think once you do – once you produce content that you're on mic or camera long enough, um, especially long-form content, you learn to rein it in. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Like Jay Bauman, right? Yeah. Early on in Red Letter Media, he's like this weird troll man. (laughs) And then I I saw some – maybe it was an interview with him on a podcast or something, but they were like, why you were used to like weird dress, weird, wear all these baggy clothes. And you had this weird Hobbit beard uh-huh. and spiked hair. And like, what happened? And he goes, well, I, I realized that I was making a living now just sitting on camera all the time. So I started to kind of make an effort
1: to take care of himself to take care, yeah. to,
0: and to look nice. And now he is probably the most handsome of the red letter media. Yeah. Those. I've seen
1: those. It's like, uh, chad J versus like uh <laughs> incel amish Jay. amish incel J, <laughs> and that's the
0: eliminating your your verbal filler is the audio equivalent of that yes. Like we don't have to do that i mean we have video now but would, that's not as big of a deal it's more no. to make the audio quality it's the same reason why you buy a good microphone mm-hmm. and good preamps and you you know I bought the boom arms and so that bad could, boom arms. Yeah. Well, they were good boom arms. <laughs> they were four years the, ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All those things I, you buy equipment wise, you can, you can buy a $10,000 microphone. You yeah. can go buy a Neumann handmade microphone straight out of Germany and still go, um, uh, every other word. And your podcast is unlistenable. Yeah. Conversely, you cannot invest in anything. You use a little USB desktop microphone Focus on making what is coming out of your mouth sound good Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and have something that's listenable. Like Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Hardcore History. Yeah. How often do you hear him say, um, or, uh, you know, like never, never. And part of that is, I believe he's reading a script, Yeah. but he does a huge amount of research. He has this whole script. He sits down and records for like a day and a half or something and it's just him reading. And then he goes back and edits all that shit, I'm sure, to make it all flow together and stay nicely in line and help you along. You should strive to be more like Dan Carlin and less like an Italian overweight uh, spinoff character YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Cause if I had if I was kind of trying to describe in generic terms someone a who would do, that would do, that. do this, yeah, yeah. it'd be someone like that. Someone who uh rode the coattails of more uh famous and popular people yeah. to try and become the next big guy that people watch on YouTube.
1: Yeah, some degenerate that really liked siphon filter.
0: Or has has odd phobias. Uh-huh. And weird collections of children's toys. Yep. Yeah. The type of person who would put a billboard of Bruce Willis up as this headboard.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, that kind of, that level of like incel debauchery. Yeah. You don't want to be like that guy. You want to be like Dan Carlin. That's really the spectrum. Yes. Right? You have to decide where you want to try and be on the spectrum. And I want to move as close to Dan Carlin as possible because I think he'd be a really nice neighbor. (laughs) Yeah. He needed milk or something. I'm sure he'd go, yeah, we got plenty of milk. You know? uh,
1: And did you know that uh, in 1937 uh, in Germany, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I've got the hey, I've got this big amp rack in the back of this
0: van. I needs two people to get out. Would you mind to help me just get it out and put it in the back of the garage? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no problem. Hey, sure, let's go over there. And then you get to talking. He tells you about some history. Uh-huh. You give him a beer. You're hanging out. You're bros now. Versus, you go over to this this hypothetical YouTuber's place, yeah. right? You're like, hey, uh, could you help me? I, j- I have this carton of eggs that I need out of the back of the the van, but both of my arms have been broken and yeah. I can't pick them up.
1: And instead, what, what, so and what would he do?
0: He would, he would, uh, well, one, he'd open the door in his underwear and like a stained shirt
1: <laughs> with his own face <laughs> on it. Yeah.
0: You know, as if uh-huh. he's a famous person, but the only people wearing shirts with his face on it is him. Yeah. And then, and then he would just like scream at you like a wild monkey animal. And, probably go down and just crush your eggs right there in the back of your car and then yep. laugh at
1: you. And then throw a bunch of copies of speed 2 at you.
0: Yeah, he would. He would barricade your house with copies of speed 2. Yes. Cuz he loves Sandra Bullock. Uh-huh. That's this this type of person would love Sandra Bullock. And to me personally, I just find that deplorable. It's still it is deplorable. <laughs> and where do you? How do you start down that road? Where do you get to the point where you are you are barricading someone inside of their house with copies of Speed too? i I'll tell you where, Tim. Where? Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. She, yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Cool. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: That works. That okay. works. Ah. Um. So <laughs> that was
0: Buck's big filler word. So, and I was guilty of it too for a long yeah. time, even in text. I was really. I started out a text with "so" and then a thing, but I'm not changing the subject, so I just need to put.
1: Just start with the. Just start
0: the thing, yeah, yeah. and I trained myself out using "so" a lot too. So. That brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you by the Blackface Lawyer News
1: Network. I'm calling the police, too, if you count the cows.
0: Um, Tim, what is your news for today?
1: Uh, to, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, today's news, uh, our first news story comes to us from the home of the brave, the land of the free. That's right. France yeah uh, <laughs> um uh, I would like you to meet this man that this new story is about okay he is a not just a national hero he is a uh, he is a worldwide hero uh, there was a man in the crowd um when uh french president emmanuel macron was uh he was visiting the southeast of france he was doing a uh, a public speech and he was going through the crowd you mm-hmm. know the, with bear, the all the, the barricades and his security and everything all the
0: big people are like waving at him trying to shake hands and yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. some
1: guy reached his hand out slapped him in the face
0: <laughs> that's awesome open hand just like right across the open cheek. hand right across the cheek nice
1: uh, while yelling for the end of Macroni, which is a pejorative term used in the French press for uh, his presidency,
0: that guy is a national hero.
1: National hero. I, who else has had the balls to slap publicly a assault president. a sitting president?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This should be this should be daily for anyone in government.
1: Yeah. There should be someone who wants to slap you should be able to slap. See you. Just walk
0: right in. Yeah. Yeah. Like take a number. You know, I went like to the I went to GPS, yep, right. Yeah, and so you've got you've got a one hundred one. That's the that's one line of like business. Yes, but then here's another. I've, I have today off. I'm going to uh-huh. go over to the the city council or what city hall. Yes, and get my S one hundred one. There's like thirty people in front of me, and you know we're just going to walk around the offices. We all get to slap one person, then we have to leave.
1: Or like a um, sort of the way they do uh, jury duty. Yeah, right. It is your. Um, you get a summons. You're duty duty bound uh, to fulfill the role that day of, of slapper. the slapper.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, please report to City Hall on Monday. Uh, what is it? June 10th coming up. Mm-hmm. Monday June. No, it's like it's the, tw- the 12th. or the 14th. Monday June 14th. Uh, you have been summoned for slap duty at City Hall. Please bring a glove and some ointment, as your hand will be tired at the end
1: of the day. <laughs> Um,
0: Refusal to do your sworn duty result in you being slapped mm-hmm. and sent to jail. That's a good news story,
1: man. I don't you wish you could you could do that. What is that your phone? Some autoplay ad. It is. It's an autoplay ad on my phone. Fuckers. Thanks. And I can't get rid of it fast enough. Literally, because uh, Google changed uh, the tab layout again.
0: Ah, lovely. I love when they do that.
1: Yep. Uh, Our second bill. Bill. Bit of news. Yeah. Our second bit of news comes to us um, from India. Uh, You know, India, they like to do a lot of humane things there in India,
0: pile people on Um, the sides of the train.
1: Like this one hospital owner who uh, purportedly made the claims and there was an acute shortage of oxygen at his hospital. Um, what, what an idiot. There's oxygen all around you, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> um he so he, he claimed there was a shortage of oxygen in the hospital. Yeah. But what really happened was a quote mock drill on April 27th, where he shut the hospital oxygen supply off for five minutes. Um, Just to see if anybody would notice? Pretty much. What the hell? Um.
0: So now he's trying to get out of that by saying that there was a shortage.
1: Yes. Uh. Let's see here. The quote is... Um, this is from someone that worked at the hospital. We were told... Um, that no one could get oxygen, so we started discharging patients. Uh, we started counseling families. Uh, some were willing to listen, but others said they would not leave. Uh, the we will we will find out who will die and who will survive. A mock drill was done at 7 a.m. Uh, it lasted for about five minutes, um, and then the reason this guy got found out was because he was. Um, caught bragging about it by someone that recorded the said conversation. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: yeah, I really fucked over everyone at the hospital. I'm a genius. (laughs) What an asshole! Can you imagine that? Yeah, I can because hospitals are all run by the worst types of people. I don't think anybody, nobody grows up wanting to be a hospital administrator. Uh huh. They all they want to be doctors. Someone helpful. Someone helpful. Same thing lawyers. Kids aren't no kid. And I'm talking when I say I'm talking about like young kids. No kid wants to be a lawyer. Uh maybe no. maybe kids want to be trash mans, firemans, policemen, yep. doctor, nurse, community, you know, helper. A comedian, yeah. uh grocery store worker. Like astronaut. kids have astronaut. kids have different Ideas of what they want based on their personalities, but yeah. nobody wants to, oh, I want to be in middle management, where I steal money from people <laughs> yeah. and tell people they can't have treatment because they can't afford it. Yep. But eventually, I think you fail into that position. Failing and, upwards, yeah. And well, whatever direction you want to call it, but <laughs> you're not capable of any real change, real yep. work. And you then kind of just take it out on the rest
1: of the hey, world. Uh- can we just turn the oxygen off to every room in like for like 5 minutes cuz uh cuz I feel like it? Yeah. How's that even a switch?
0: Yeah. I guess that <laughs> doesn't make sense in a fire there's probably uh-huh. a switch. Oh. Yeah. What horrifying.
1: Well, uh, our last news story What do you
0: do as a patient too? You're laying in bed and all of a sudden you're just like <gasps> Yeah. What is going on? Nurse, nurse. I don't know. We have an oxygen shortage.
1: They said no one died, but I mean, if you turn, there has to be someone, I I mean there has to have been someone in that hospital
0: who's close to death,
1: who was, uh, you know, in a critical condition, dependent on oxygen. And I'm sure they they last for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, our last news story comes to us from Texas, good old Texas, good uh, old Texas. A 30 year old mother was arrested. Recently in Texas, after posing as her daughter at a Texas middle school, holy shit!
0: This is the plot to a play that's going to Broadway. Really? Yeah. That oh, I worked on
1: Evan? No, that's not. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking the real life. I was thinking real life. The real life ramifications of Dear Evan Hansen, where that guy looks like he's thirty seven and is playing a high schooler.
0: Ah, uh, no, no. This is a. I worked on a, this musical a few years ago that was being written for broadway Mm -hmm. and that's the plot the mom uh fakes being the daughter and goes to school so that her daughter doesn't get kicked out of school
1: uh well this mom said she was doing it to push for better security oh um
0: oh kind of like when the news broke into our
1: school yeah this is what reminded me of this um uh the police were notified tuesday by the district um by the by school That she was trespassing, uh, several posts remain on social media documenting her posing as a student by other students, by other students. Um, she has a YouTube video on out called why I posed as my 13 year old daughter, a raw but real answer. She dyed her hair and used skin tanner, uh, to look more like her own daughter, um, Uh, She says that after she was asked for her ID number at the school and whether she had signed in, she was allowed inside. Uh, She said that the school staff was more concerned about her phone being out than who she really was. How much, is there a picture of the mom and the daughter here? Uh, Well, there's a picture of the mom.
0: Yeah. I need a picture of the daughter too, so I can tell if these people are all just stupid.
1: Well, given by the mom's mugshot, I mean, there's there's no chance. Mm. Right? Yeah. There's no way at a as a 12 or 13 year old you look at that person and go, A, you're not Jamie. <laughs> and B, yeah. you look fifty.
0: <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Jamie's mom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, what
0: how did nobody catch that?
1: Yeah. You those enchiladas you made last week were real good <laughs> when I stayed over. <laughs> uh she said, quote, uh the student the teachers were so preoccupied with the online students that they weren't paying attention to the students that were there physically.
0: Ah. So it's uh Fauci virus strikes again. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh she says uh like she said later, I think the deal breaker for me was actually walking in and posing as a seventh grader. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> really? This is still the quote. I mean I'm no spring chicken, but it wasn't hard. And I made it to all seven periods until the last teacher, she was female, and she said, Julie, can you stay after class? And I said, Absolutely. Then she looked at me and said, You're not Julie. No, oh, I'm not. No. I replied. I took my I took off my mask. I took off my glasses.
0: Oh, okay. She was wearing a mask. She was
1: wearing a mask the whole time.
0: Oh. Yeah, and, so masks are not good for school security.
1: Yeah, apparently. Yeah. She saw. She said also that it was quote a social experiment.
0: It's a good experiment. She's definitely a crazy bitch. Yes, but uh, <laughs> it does it does point to a lot of flaws. You yeah. remember when we were in high school? They made us after yeah. the news broke into our school. Yep. They made us all wear ID badges. Yep. Like somehow that would not allow the news to break yep. into our school, as opposed to I don't know checking to make sure the doors are closed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. I never wore mine, but even if I was half the time, they're spun all around. Yep. I never got a new ID picture after sophomore year. So this picture of me with a big Afro is not the guy that's walking to class in 2009.
1: I think mine still might've been from freshman year when I still wore glasses.
0: Yeah. It's school security is a fucking joke. That's that's why kids were able to get guns into our school. To sell them. (laughs) To sell them, We survived a mass shooting, Tim. We did. We did. Yeah. Well, this has been the Rakeda News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, Getting more disguises so that we can sneak back into school Mm -hmm. and learn all those things we missed while we were skipping class. Yeah. So if you want to help us with that endeavor, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash... H-W-I-D-G, which stands for? Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the ring to bits and bobs we do here and there on. We have our $5 tier where we do our monthly bonus episode. Here's what I do get, where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. Then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch. And we sit down and record a feature length commentary. Today, we sat down and watched Time Cop. Time
1: Cop. Starring
0: Jean Claude Van Damme mm-hmm. and literally no one else anyone has heard of. <laughs> uh, which was, you were saying on the way to lunch. Uh, if you told me two years ago that there'd be a Christopher Nolan movie out about time travel and we also watched Time Cop and Time Cop would be the more enjoyable uh-huh. of the two films, I would have said you were crazy. Yep. Time Cop, not great, just kind of all right. But it was well done, and it was it was a good enough watch. Yeah, and it was nice, nice and short and tight and interesting. Uh, unfortunately, Frozen was also submitted this month, and it was downvoted. So, Time Cop ended up with close to seven hundred points. Yeah, second and third place had a little over three hundred each. So, mm-hmm. first place not only did it had almost all first place votes. Everybody wanted to watch Time Cop. Yeah. It was. It blew everything else out of the water, but Frozen, the big loser, and I think this only happened one time before, was vetoed to a negative score. A Which ne- is hard. It's hard. Yeah. A negative 114 points against Frozen. So Frozen will not be eligible for another movie commentary, unfortunately, uh, for the people who submitted and voted for it. I'm sorry, but uh, these are the rules. You got you to let it go. I didn't make them up. Maybe I did, but that was a past me, and I've changed <laughs> since then. And I have to just follow them now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we had we, there's new science about movie commentary yes, suggestions. Yes, yes,
1: and we have to follow the science.
0: We have to follow the science. Yeah. Uh, then finally, we have our fifty dollars tier, where you get to say in the show, you can request a special bonus episodes, special guests. You can request that we do uh, movie commentaries or video content or anything and- you. And who it goes to. And who it goes to. Yep. You get a say in what tier stuff gets released to. You get a say in the show. So uh, you can make rules for callers. You can make rules for hosts. Anything you want uh, that we can fulfill, we will do our best to do so. Absolutely. And we really appreciate everybody who supports the show on all the different tiers. You help make the show possible. We wouldn't keep going without it. And uh, we'll definitely keep going as long as you're still doing it. So keep those donations coming in. But uh, let's get back into some issues. Tim... Tim, what is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Kaiju lovers. Uh, here's and, the thing. and just think what they're doing to Palestine.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing is that uh, the Kaijus are never the heroes. In Godzilla, the very first Godzilla movie, is Godzilla the hero? No. Well, the first Godzilla
0: movie is the only one that I think is really a film. Sure,
1: sure. It's where, an actual film.
0: Where they're trying, to, they're making a point. Yes. Right? They're they are making a point about the dangers of nuclear radiation yep. and, and monsters we create for ourselves, which is one of the reasons why I hated Godzilla versus Kong. Because yeah. if they come from inside the hollow earth, then there's no hubris of man. Yes. It's just... It, Godzilla is the... It's like a hurricane, yeah. right? We, right it just happens they just happen
1: and, and it's, no one's to blame yeah Um. whereas you know Godzilla is the embodiment of the dangers of nuclear radiation and the mm-hmm. hubris of man and he's the bad guy mm-hmm. he is the monster Uh um, which is
0: why I'm pretty sure they kill him at the end yes yeah it's I been think a lot he of times dies I watched
1: the original one um but I'm talking beef, about the
0: 1998 one with Matthew Broderick. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's
1: what I thought. And uh, my beef with, with all the people that actually like the monsters in these monster movies. They're not the they're not the heroes. No. Like you can enjoy the Joker, right? I don't know. It wasn't good. <laughs> and the Joker in the Dark Knight. Oh yeah. Uh, and you can enjoy Heath Ledger's performance but he's an anarchistic uh murderer. Yeah. Uh, that's what kaiju are. In Pacific Rim, one of the best kaiju uh, movies. Kaiju movies. You're not rooting for the monsters. For the monsters. You're rooting, for the, you're rooting for the robots to punch them in the fucking face. Yeah. Or stab them with a sword and or both. Punch and then stab. Punch them with a sword. Yeah. In their face. <laughs> uh, I don't
0: get the kaiju lover stuff because the movies are dumb. Yeah. And the kaiju lovers admit that they're dumb, mm-hmm. but yet they'll defend them when you say they're dumb. Yes. Which annoys me because I can't just say it's dumb. It's not a good movie. It's all, well, uh, yeah, but like you get to see uh, the monster blow up a city. Uh, okay. I I don't want to see that. that that's that's the problem. Like, yeah. I want there to be a story, a story. and a plot, yeah. character and character uh-huh. development and a and a purpose, not just destruction. Destruction. If I wanted to watch that, I'd just watch Power Rangers.
1: But even then, there's a plot in a story. There's a plot and a story. Yeah. Sir, a bunch of that early Mighty Morphin stuff was bad. It was basically after-school specials. Yeah. But it was there. Oh, no. We got a big smoke
0: monster coming. The smoke monsters come into town to destroy things. And that's why smoking's bad.
1: Yeah. Or um, we're here at the park and we're doing a, um, a cleanup. A cleanup. Trash. Oh, no. There's putties. Yeah. And an evil tree man. But we can't kill him. We got to find some other way to take him down
0: yes they are morality plays yeah, yeah. Uh, that's them i mean star trek is morality plays too sure uh but it's thought-provoking though it, it is thought-provoking the kaiju stuff just isn't anymore and who's, it hasn't been for a long time who's
1: rooting for the gorn <laughs> <laughs> who's rooting for the black tar monster that kills Tashi yar i am I like Armas
0: because I was hoping that maybe he'd do it to Deanna too. Yeah. Every time I watch, yeah. I hope maybe I'm in one of those parallel universes. Yep. They created in time pot, time cop. Yeah. Time pock time. That's Pac. the sequel. <laughs> a person of color goes back to set. Right. what once we're wrong. <laughs> time pock. <Pac>. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. Just give me a hundred million dollars in Hollywood. No, not you. Give Tim a hundred million dollars. We're gonna <laughs> co write it. He's a he's a time pock. Yeah. Uh I, I don't remember where, where I was going with that. Uh,
1: uh
0: now. Damn time it. cop.
1: Time some time cop. Oh, alternate alternate universe. Uh, oh, where
0: alternate universe where Deanna Troy gets gets Instant killed.
1: ER. So But then Wharf
0: doesn't get promoted. That's true. So I do no, both of them can get killed and then crusher oh, crusher's yeah. off the show in season 2 anyway so it's okay, just a sure. boys club it's yeah. going to be great <laughs> uh, you so the kaiju are bad we can't root for the kaiju yeah but can we root for the humans because they also all suck yeah true true like they're all they're all either incredibly stupid yeah
1: uh that's bad writing though
0: sillily evil which That's is also bad, bad, bad writing, writing or they're just uh, uninteresting. They have bad nothing write- going on. Yeah. It's all bad writing.
1: Uh, where's the movie where the Kaiju is the good guy?
0: Wasn't Godzilla King of the monsters. Godzilla supposed to be the good
1: guy. Uh, he fights the other monsters. Yeah. But I said, th- didn't they they imply that he
0: he's like the king defending of earth defending earth or something in at least at the beginning of Godzilla versus Kong.
1: Maybe that's why these movies suck.
0: It is because I have no idea what's going on in any of them. Yeah. <laughs> but these kaiju lovers, they can go they can talk for hours, hours and hours and hours about all these different monsters. They know all their stupid names. Yeah, They've all got stupid fucking names. Uh-huh. Ghidorah, Gadonka, Gamera, Gamera, Mothra, Mothra uh, Spiga, just like fuck off with the names. <laughs> that's Spider Monster. That's Baby Godzilla. That's Godzilla. That's Two-Headed Godzilla. That's Robot Godzilla.
1: Yeah. That's all we need. Yep. You know what's, you know what's, you know what's almost the worst part of the kaiju? What? In general. Is that before the modern film era, Mm -hmm. they're just dudes in suits. They were dudes they're dudes in bad looking suits.
0: Yeah. But some for some reason we have to forgive that. Yeah. Because that was all they were capable of.
1: Whereas like other movie Was it though? Because like other movies have great practical special effects. When those movies don't with monsters, yeah, like uh, stop
0: motion stuff and things like that. Is that
1: there's stop motion stuff, which mm-hmm. I, which you know, stop motion stuff you can tell is not real, mm-hmm. but it looks good. Whereas a kaiju movie, it looks real because it's not because st- it, it's full motion, mm-hmm. but the whole time I'm just like, there is a sweaty Asian man in that suit. Or there's a sweaty Asian midget in the baby Godzilla suit. And it's funny because he got kicked in the face with the ball. He got hit in the face. with the, hit, hit in the Like face a the hockey ball. puck almost.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's the best part of all the Godzilla movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, they could do puppets. And they do do puppets in some of, some of them. And I, in a lot of ways, like puppets more than yeah. a, a guy in a suit. Me too. Because they do them to make them not look human. Yeah. For instance, Job the Hutt in star Wars, right? He's a big slug. And there's like three guys in there or something. One doing the mouth and one doing the The, arms and a guy doing the tail. And so it was, he had to be big. He's not small and svelte, Mm -hmm. but you look at that and you go, that's nailing. That's like a big slug man. Yeah. Not a, just a guy. Well, star Trek is really guilty of this, where they just, all right, well, let's slap some shit on their nose and their, fore- nose, yep, their and the forehead, forehead. Maybe some chin deals. Or, maybe a
1: neck thing. Uh,
0: yeah, and and give them some goofy clothes. And now this guy's an alien.
1: Yeah, but they're making, you know, 25, 26 episodes. Oh, a season. A season.
0: Yeah, I know, I'm not saying I can forgive it, Yeah, but I do acknowledge that it's dumb. I don't think... Uh, they There are fights in the kaiju community about, like, why... The two thousand or the nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety eight Godzilla movie mm-hmm. is terrible because they made a CG Godzilla that looks like an animal and not like a man in a suit. Yeah, and the suit movies are the that's the apex of Godzilla. And I just watching the ninety eight Godzilla movie like this is a big lizard thing that's moving through spaces and and ba- yeah. battering through buildings and it alls yeah, stuff's from the New York. Is
1: my, that's pretty much my canon Godzilla. When I think of Godzilla,
0: yeah. that's what I think of. Well, they would ostracize us because we should like... Uh, that's the toy I had when I was a kid? All of these stupid man-shaped Godzilla. And sure, I,
1: like, I mean, the traditional Godzilla look is fine when it's not a dude-to-suit. Yeah. You know, the video games? There was they, The great game, uh, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee. You know, three D Fighter fighter with all the all the kaiju in it was great. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like dudes in suits.
0: The other thing that the kaiju lovers drive me nuts with is the the what's the word? Gatekeeping of it. Yeah. Where if you don't watch these specifically, they, they um, know all about the eras yep, and the this yep. and the that. And who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, if a movie is if a movie is good, then I'll like Wishmaster Two. Right, uh-huh. we love Wishmaster Two. Never saw the first one. Yep, thought it was great. Ended up watching the first one. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, would but we would be considered not real Godzilla fans because. Well, you guys watched the 1998 one over and over again, and then when you watched this one from 1952 or whatever, <laughs> and you thought it was boring because it's in black and white and looks silly because it's men in suits and little tiny model tanks. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Oh, yeah, but do you? Do you? I mean, mm-hmm. I love Star Trek, but I can tell you Star Trek motion picture sucks. Yeah. Star Trek Generations isn't very good. Star Trek V is not very good you know, I could insurrection or uh ne- nemesis is not very good. Mm-hmm. I can admit that. Yeah. I can love them and still admit that they won't admit it. They won't admit that these movies are not good. And they also shifted because they started out like the first movie, which is never meant to be a sequel. It's never no. meant to be a universe. No, of course not. Supposed to be just, all right, here is this um, sci-fi morality tale of like the dangers of what we're doing and getting into untested technologies. Yeah. And then you watch that movie and you say, wow, that's so interesting. I like this. Mm-hmm. And then you went on about your entire life. And so they kept doing that formulaically. And then they, they realized that nobody, like people got it. But you know who doesn't get it, Tim? Who? Dumb children.
1: Uh, so they
0: started the children and the fire them up. So as opposed to like King Kong, right? Where what's the best part of King Kong?
1: Which King Kong?
0: Any King Kong. Just the best thing that King Kong does,
1: ever. Uh, I mean, iconically is you know hang from the Empire State Building and swat at airplanes. Okay, what's number two? Fight dinosaurs
0: yeah and grab
1: the dinosaur that's, that's, by the, that's my personal thing. yeah the top like, and the bottom the of the, the mouth jaw and rip split it, open, it open that's right? the best part of that movie you can't
0: put that in a pg-13 well i guess you can in a pg-13 now but you can't put Nowadays that in like a you movie can. for kids
1: yeah that has to be reserved for or on the, tv for kids
0: the upper rated movies so godzilla had to dumb itself down there's no blood there's no like stuff getting cut off yeah it's well, there's no stuff getting cut off because they can't afford to damage the fucking scene because <laughs> they got to crank three more of these movies out mm-hmm. this weekend. And not to say King Kong's any better, but there's a level of maturity there that I think Godzilla lacks, especially as they start to then make kids the focus of the fucking movies. And you know who nobody likes to watch? Kids. Even kids don't like watching kids. I never like kid- movies about kids, uh, movies about toys going on adventure. Fine. fine movies about household appliances going on an adventure fine fine movies about adults going on an adventure fine yep. movie about a kid going on an adventure I absolutely don't believe that because that kid has to be home by 7 30 yep. just like I do I know I know kid where were you short round oh I went on I went to Sri Lanka with the Indiana Jones we, we we were over in China and then we swung over here to Sri Lanka and um I got attacked by a thuggy cult, and they tried to rip this woman's heart out and I had to burn another kid with the torch. Like, okay, well, short round, not only are you late, but you're also lying. So you're grounded for two weeks. (laughs) That's the way Indiana Jones 2 ends. Yeah,
1: No one wants to be uh, the kid of the group. You know who's the kid of the group? Your annoying little brother.
0: Yep. Yep what's the worst power rangers of our when we were watching it justin from turbo justin from turbo exactly like let's put a kid in this yeah why why they're teenagers with attitude he's like seven yep he's
1: obnoxious even like we don't
0: need a blue This goes
1: so far like this 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 trope and you know hatred of the kid goes so far to even infect kids themselves kids hating kids Rugrats. Yeah. Who's the kid in Rugrats?
0: Uh, Angelica.
1: No, she's the older one. She's, she's older than the kid, than the, the gang. It's Dil, Tommy's little brother. Oh. The baby. I don't right? remember Dil. The Rugrat quote, Rugrats are babies, mm-hmm. but they're like standing up walking around babies. Dil is like, I'm slobbering everywhere, baby. Mm. He's the dumb little one yeah. of the group. Like Maggie.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what your kaiju are. They're just it's just flashing lights for dumb people. Yeah. And anybody who can talk about them endlessly are just they're either they're either infantilized adults who mm-hmm. haven't moved on, or they are neckbeard, sweaty weirdos who have no friends. And just want someone to talk to you about something, and they can't talk about their weird anime fetishes Yikes. because that would, well, well, that would get them arrested. Oh, that would get them arrested. So instead, they're like, I like big monsters. I like big monsters, and also some of this tasteful art. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. We all know what the tasteful art oh, is, yeah. sir. Disgusting. Well, speaking of that, I wanna, I wanna pivot off of that. Here's what I don't get recap reviews. A review. I I listen to a lot of reviews of lots of different types of content: video games, movies, yeah, books. And one thing, the, the my first real I, I had done I had, like watched Roger Ebert and Roper when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I had I had read reviews of movies I was going to go see. But my first like really consciously seeking movie reviews was this guy Corey Cheney who wrote reviews for Urban Tulsa Weekly. And I loved his movie reviews because he would give you a setup of what, what he had heard about the movie, what he was ex- expecting. That's why we call it before and after. Because yes, yes. we set up what we're expecting, our expectations for the movie before we even see it so that I can't then when we're reviewing it say, oh, this is what I was expecting, blah, 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 blah. You literally have my thoughts right before the movie starts and Tim's thoughts. But yeah. that's why it's structured that way for a reason. So he'd set up what his expectations were walking in, and then he would set up this a synopsis. And to me, a synopsis of a of a movie or play yeah. or anything is you describe in one paragraph what happens in the first act. Because the first act introduces you to the characters and the problems. Yeah. And you can pretty much sum that and up. And
1: you want to you want to see how those characters solve that problem in the yes. rest of the movie.
0: So if I was going to give you a synopsis of say uh pick a movie, Tim. Time cop. Time cop. T- right? It's fresh. Time cop is about John Claude Van Damme, who plays a guy named Walker. He is an an officer with the Time Commission, Time Enforcement Commission. Yes. And he is working on a case where someone is trying to harvest money by making brokeraging deals in the past. And he's also dealing with the fallout of his dead wife, right? So uh, there you have it. Your characters, your plot, your first act plot, and the motivations. Now, if I had to review Time Cop, I'll say Time Cop was an enjoyable watch. It's not a great movie. You kind of see everything coming, but the... Special effects are are pretty good. The character development is decent. They do a nice job by keeping their timelines all in order and explaining to you everything without feeling like it gets bogged down. That's a review of a movie. Now you hearing that review say, okay, that sounds kind of interesting. Tab's giving it a thumbs up. Uh Maybe I'll go check it out. Yeah.
1: I like I I know that I already like Jean Claude Van Damme yeah. more than Tab does because I'm familiar with Tab as a reviewer.
0: Yeah, that's the other. That was my other but thing. I never
1: saw it, Time Cop
0: with Corey Cheney. Yeah. Was I read all of his reviews, even for stuff I wasn't going to see or wasn't interested in, because I then got a, a feeling for the types of movies he likes and the types of movies he didn't. But even even not knowing that by him saying this is what I was looking for in this movie, for instance, Moon Moon was the one where I was like I have mm-hmm. to watch this movie because he did a great job of. What is the end of the first act? Uh, Sam Rockwell is a miner on the moon, the dark side of the moon, mining helium three. There is a mining accident. He wakes up back inside the hab. And when he goes to investigate the crash site, he finds a body in the wreckage. And the body is Sam fucking Rockwell. That was his that was pretty much his review. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then he talked about he said, I went into this thinking It was going to be kind of a more upbeat sci-fi movie but it turned out to be more dark and character focused and with sam rockwell playing multiple parts and it was great and i said i have to watch this movie because he set up his expectations no it didn't it didn't fill those expectations but it was still good even though it subverted those so to speak and i went and saw the movie right away big based on that review because i i trusted him as a reviewer. Now, what would have not made, and spoilers removed, what would have not made uh, a good review is if his review had gone on to discuss about how they are clones and they are set up there and all the shit's fake and yeah. the two of them fight and explain to me the plot and the character progress of everybody, because then I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's what these recap reviews do. It, and lots of channels do it Yeah, where they just tell you about what... Happened in the movie. The critical drinker is even guilty of this, where he'll give you the whole plot of the film before he even starts to review it. So I can't watch a review of his unless I've seen the movie. Because if I'm interested in seeing the movie and I see his review, I already know what's going to happen. Yep. And I want to be. I want to watch a review for a movie that maybe I'm not sure about. Maybe I'm not sure if I'll like it. But I like these guys. That's one of the reasons why um, I like Red Letter Media. They review modern movies that are in theaters or on streaming. And they'll give you the synopsis. They'll give you a good thumbs up, and then they'll go, "All right, well, we're going to break down the plot a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Jump to this time code." And so, if I'm, if it's a movie I'm even remotely interested in, I just hit pause, you know, exit out of YouTube, and then when I've seen the movie, then I'll watch that's their, their that's what I, detailed analysis. That's exactly
1: what I do when when they are doing a movie I'm in, someone interested in, or know I'm interested in. I'll do, you know, they 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 play the trailer or bits of the trailer. Well, one of them does uh, a synopsis a short synopsis of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they go, "So, Tab, how did you what did you think about Fuck Around and Find Out?"
0: Fuck Around and Find Out was not as good as I was hoping would be. It was still an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Uh I if you if you saw the trailers and you thought, "Man, I'd like to see this," you'll probably get some fun out of it, but Absolutely, don't expect something with like great filmmaking, great writing. Uh, just expect to see some like fun, some jokes, maybe some explosions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jackie Chan is always great in everything he does, but he's second fiddle in this. So uh, that's a little bit of a disappointment.
1: Well, that's a surprise because I hated fuck around and find out. That's when I would pause it and be like, huh, well, I know what Tim likes know what tab likes i know what tab likes i gotta now i gotta make like a judgment on knowing their personalities and what they like and and i'm interested in this movie and which one you know um and then i go see the movie and then i go and like see what they thought about the characters yeah. and all that
0: and to me an analysis is different than a review because an analysis you're taking things and breaking them down yes and a recap review is not an analysis because a recap review just goes plot point by plot point it's it's what analysis does is you talk about, and you don't have to talk about all of this. No, you, you if you you don't know anything about filmmaking, how camera work is done, so maybe you don't do that in your analysis. Yeah, but you do understand plot and character. so you talk about. Well, you know, the plot was weak; it had these problems, these holes in it. Godzilla, they do this whole Hollow Earth deal where they go through a portal to Hollow Earth, but then at the end of the movie, when it's convenient, Godzilla just blasts a direct hole to it. And they climb out. No Mm -hmm. portal required. So there's some inconsistencies there. At the same time, they're talking about this hollow earth, which has to exist inside the earth. They're going deep into the earth to use a tram to travel from uh, like Houston to Japan in 10 minutes. Just what what feels like just a way to get this group of people to be near the fight at the end of the movie. And... Those are major plot issues with this film just off the top of my head that I can think of on top of all all the other things. Now, you do know what happened because I'm talking about the plot, but I can also talk about the character of this is Godzilla versus Kong and how none of the none characters of is, have any. Yeah, yeah. They just exist to the most developed character is the deaf girl who talks to Kong. And I think that's just because she has the most lines Yeah. like the guy, the professor guy is just there. The girl is there so that he has some kind of romantic tie in. Yeah, and she was in Kong then you have Team Godzilla, who's in this, so that we don't just have one set of humans. She was in for Kong. Kong. Oh, she wasn't. I thought she was in Kong.
1: Kong Skull Island takes place during Vietnam. Oh well, the fuck. I don't even know.
0: I assume she was in Kong. It was Brie and that's why Larson was and movie. Tom Hiddleston. So where'd this little kid come from? That
1: just out of nowhere. I don't remember. Like those movies uh, don't. The old ones don't hold up. The not old ones, but you know the they don't hold up enough to like. Let you retain any information other than big monkey, big lizard.
0: Yeah. Then you have Team Godzilla, who is a girl, an interesting girl, fat kid from Deadpool, and black guy. Yeah. And black guy's character arc is: I carry a bottle of whiskey for my dead wife, and, and I'm now paranoid of the government. And now it's uh, we use that that Chekhov's gun to short circuit Mechagodzilla, so that Kong and Godzilla can beat them. Which is
1: the one plot related thing that this group does in the movie.
0: Yeah. That's bad character. There, There's no arc. There's nothing going on. That's analysis, right? I i don't have to talk about what they're doing. I'm talking about what is going on in their characters yep. to make them grow. Now, there are lots of movies where characters don't really learn and grow. Well, the Lady Killers. Yeah. Great movie. One of my favorites. The characters don't evolve over the no. course of that movie. But the plot is very strong. Yes. In that what you think the end of the movie is, is really the middle. And the character interactions are more interesting than it's more about the conflict that comes up between all of these people from vastly different walks of life trying to work together and putting all those weird personality traits against one another yep like the white guy who's a savior and a know-it-all who is then trying to you know bond with the black street Guy, <laughs> and the two of them are fire and ice, and yeah. that conflict that arises is great. And the way that it resolved is only that they don't want to get caught breaking the law. Yeah, it's you don't have to do these things in your movies, but you do. You have to do some of them. Mm-hmm. And breaking down a movie into into bits like that and talking about how they work, it like Time Cop, right? Time Cop did a really good job of with exposition where they do this scene where they the head or whoever's proposing the time cop time police force yeah he meets with a bunch of senators and tells them about how time travel is real and they want to start a department of time travel investigation and he explains the rules of time travel he explains some of the methods and he explains what will happen if it's allowed and then there's another scene a little bit later where they they give it a little bit more and again they're giving a tour to a normal guy yep so it's just enough exposition to understand what the hell is going on and learn the rules of the world, but without having to pause the movie and sit us down. And even
1: in that second scene, despite them like uh elaborating on some of the, you know, the lore and the time travel stuff, it's mostly character driven. It is. Because of who it is, who is who is in all scene. involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It ends up all paying off because yeah. the, they're setting things terminator the first terminator movie they do this with exposition where they just do it while dry okay we have to get all this information out about this fucking robot and how he's covered in skin yep. and all this shit how are we going to do that like well, we'll doing during a, a car chase so he's driving around he's like it's living tissue, cybernetic organism living tissue over human they can sweat they can spit they don't feel fear mm-hmm. or remorse they won't stop until you're dead you know, all that's happening in a car chase. So we learn all this stuff about the robot and what the fuck is happening in the movie. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the end of act one. We've now got all our characters introduced. We've got the conflict introduced and we're put, put us in them all together into the next phase. Yes. Uh, All of that is wrapping up at the end of act one. So we have to understand all of that. But if Kyle Reese just came into the diner and was like, hi, are you Sarah Connor? I'm Kyle Reese. I'm a soldier from the future. Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, there is a robot coming after you. And it was just a scene where he monologued like that. You'd go, what the fuck is happening? But yeah. since it's a car chase, you're kind of involved in the action and you're just learning as it happens. Now, I could tell you the entire plot of of uh, Terminator yeah. to recap it but to review Terminator and say Terminator is great it's got great action it's got great exposition it's got great things like that and give you a little bit of analysis that's really all I need and especially from a movie review because to me movie reviews are for people who have not seen a thing yes and want to know if they should Mm -hmm. you know if I'm watching Red Letter Media is my go to movie review right now that's pretty much that's the one that I watch if I want a review of something I have not seen I'll watch their channel and go do I want to see? Do I want to watch Aquaslash? Would that be good for movie night? No, <laughs> no. it would not. Now I know because yeah. I, I got their little review part and I said, okay, not interesting. Let me just go ahead and watch the analysis, yeah. and then I get all this analysis and say, yeah, definitely. Glad I didn't watch
1: that. that. Was basically you know, like like you, like you bring up Aquaslash, right? Mm-hmm. That their review, not review, but their movie review of Aquaslash, basically told me like. Yeah, there's like some really interesting, cool, like funny kills in it as a horror movie, Mm -hmm. but not enough to make it watchable. And mostly just the same one
0: over and over again. Uh, Even another great example is their review, right? Yes. Where they're talking about movies that are 30 years old. Uh They've seen them a hundred times. You've seen them a hundred times. And even in those, they don't just recap what happens. They talk about character. They talk about plot. They talk about pacing. They talk about some of the filmmaking. They talk about behind the scenes and it's a whole analysis of these old movies. Some that I've seen, some that I haven't seen. And again, they do that bit at the beginning where they, they synopsize it and they talk about how much they liked it when they were younger. And I can then decide to go watch it. But at the end of the, of their review, If I haven't seen it, it's likely that I won't because I have all this information about it. But even then, sometimes they do review stuff where I say, okay, I do still want to see this and I actually watch it for myself. I don't need a recap because I've I've either seen the thing or I haven't seen the thing. And there are lots of podcasts that do this. On WATP last week, they did a a thing from two ladies that watch The Office, or that's what they do. They watch the. They were in the office, then they watch yes. the office, and they just tell you what happened in it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Pam and Angela from the yeah, office. office. Yeah, Office
0: ladies. Like, why would this be any kind of content that I would want to consume? Because you, well, you
1: don't like the show, anyways. But if I did, why would I want to watch it? So, I, as someone who likes the show, the only reason I would watch it or listen to it is for like behind-the-scenes anecdotes. They didn't give any of that. See, it's right there. Not going to listen to it. Yeah, that's
0: there was uh, there Star Trek podcasts. They all do this. Yeah, right. They're like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this form of Star Trek podcast, this form of Star Trek podcast. And they all end up doing the same thing. I did a Star Trek podcast pilot. We did one episode. We were going to call it. It was going to be called The Neutral Zone. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a show where we watched one episode of Star Trek Discovery and then one episode of The Orville. And we'd sit mm. down and debate which one was Star Trek that week. And we did a we did a test episode, and the original pitch for the test episode was everybody should bring in their favorite Star Trek movie. And I said, well, since nobody's going to bring in their favorite Star Trek movie, no one's going to bring in Star Trek Five. I'll bring it in, and, yeah. then, and everybody goes, "Oh, is this your favorite Star Trek movie?" I said, "No, it's not." But We're, I think otherwise
1: it, we'd all be bringing in two and three.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> it gets a bad rap, so I think I can make a case for why it's better than people think. Yeah. And then everybody jumped on that idea, and we ended up doing an episode where we just recapped the plot of Star Trek V. And I was like, "This is exactly what I didn't want to do. Yeah. I wanted to talk about more behind the scenes stuff. I wanted to you wanted to talk about Star Trek V, not about what happens in Star Trek V." Yeah, I, I, I had all these notes about because I, in prepping for it, I watched the, I watched it with the text commentary, and then I watched it with William Shatner's commentary, mm-hmm. and then I just did some reading about it and found out that. There was a lot of stuff that went wrong in that movie. It was the fifth installment, and they didn't they gave him a less less budget than Star Trek Four. Mm-hmm. Now Star Trek Four could use less budget because it was set mostly in the past. Yeah. Well, I.e. present day. Present day, yeah. And so they cut his budget, but all of the actors, all your main series cast, Sulu, Chekov, Uhura, Scotty, Kirk, Spock, and, and McCoy, yeah. all had contractually more money for five than the got for four. So he lost like over a third of his budget in just getting the main cast together. Wow. And then on top of it. So then he has less money for sets. He has yep. less money for, and so they end up cutting this whole third act portion out of the movie that was supposed to be there. Oh, what was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be a descent into hell where the rock face comes alive yeah. and lava rock monsters come out and, like they're boiling off smoke Whoa. and dripping lava th- and they're it's the rock monster from galaxy quest, but yeah, smaller yeah. scale and also lava E and they're like, they start the pre-production. They go, yeah, I think we can do 12 suits. So he plans all his shots around 12 suits and then they come back and they're like, we can do six suits. And he's like, okay. So they redid, they restoryboarded yep. around six suits. And then uh, like two weeks before they're supposed to go shooting, they've got one suit. Oh man! And they go and look at it, and it is fucking terrible. It's
1: first Predator, terrible. Yeah, and, <laughs> and
0: it's it's was supposed to have these animatronics so that it could animate, and it does do that. But it does it like the fifteen thousand percent in Resident oh, Evil videos. Yes, yes, yeah. And so, and they were also facing a writer strike. It's just there was so much stacked against Shatner on That's five. A good video,
1: sorry. The Resident Evil video is great. Yeah, it is.
0: And so it's yeah, it's not great. It's not the best Star Trek movie by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think it's Shatner's fault. And what's what more, he accepts all the responsibility for it being bad. Wow. Which to me, yeah. in, in having listened to him talk about it on several different interviews and the movie commentary and reading, to me, yes, the idea of the story was his. Yes. Some of the odd choices in the movie Mm -hmm. were his, but a lot of things were dictated to him by the studio coming off of a big success and wanting to cut the budget down.
1: And that's the stuff that's interesting. And that was what I wanted to talk about on this
0: podcast while other people also talked about other movies. And instead we recap this whole movie and everybody's seen Star Trek five. That's going to see it. You don't want to recap. You just, you want to, it wanted to be a discussion about Star Trek and not even a review. Yeah. If if I wanted to do a review of Star Trek, I could do the, of Star Trek Five. I could do that too. And that so all these Star Trek podcasts, they just talk about what happens in each episode. Yeah, yeah. I can watch the episodes. I've watched them many. Like when we we did it when we talked what's about what's wrong with space. What's wrong with space? Yeah. But that was mostly you and then me chiming in all these factoids. Yeah, because it was it.
1: my first time watching any of those. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. When we do when we do before and afters, I'm trying to avoid that. I'm trying yep. to break the thing down into, you know, the camera work, the plot, yes. the pacing, characters. the characters, the exposition, and the visuals, like yeah. what the visual aspect of the movie is, to really break that all down and discuss them as pieces of a whole instead of saying and i i did that i did that with nobody in my nobody mm-hmm. review if you go listen to it i tried not to spoil the movie at all i tried to only talk about what was good about it and and why and how well it how well done it was to avoid anybody listening to that review and going like well i was kind of interested in it but now i've i know the end is, is that bob odenkirk grows wings and becomes a, a sky wraith yeah and I, that was a real bummer that, that was spoiled for me Anyway, recap reviews. Just stop it. Review. Don't recap. If I wanted to recap, I'd read the TV
1: guide. Yes. Or the uh, Uh, plot section
0: of Wikipedia. Or the previously on in the next episode. Uh Previously on 24. (laughs) Can you? Oh, God. We should do a 24 podcast. There's a lot of episodes of 24 where not a lot happens. I feel like Mm. that would not be a good
1: series.
0: (laughs) So anyway, that's my issue. And uh, that's the last issue this week. Uh, I don't know if anybody picked up on it, but uh, we were throwing some shade.
1: A little bit. So if you figured maybe like out every issue or so, every
0: issue or so, yeah. So if you figured out what who the shade was specifically for, uh-huh. please feel free to uh, go to their channel. Yeah, either the YouTube, their pod- podcast feeds. Uh, if you follow them on Instagram or Twitter, mm-hmm. and just you know let them know to stop defrauding the movies, Uh then, you know, maybe, maybe they'll learn to not pick fights with bigger podcasts than
1: theirs.
0: (laughs) All right? When I call into the dick show, I don't even plug this show. I just talk to Dick and Sean and then I walk away. Yep. Tony, Tony, uh, sorry, not to (laughs) say any names. This hypothetical person (laughs) has called into the dick show, literally only plugged his podcast and then hung up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a fraud. Defraud the movies. If you know who we're talking about, swing over their channel and let them know. A hack fraud, disclosure. if you will. A hack fraud. Yeah. <laughs> but not the hack fraud. Not the hack fraud. Just a, a lesser hack fraud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this has been Here's what I don't get. I'm Tab Burton I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. to call in here's got a hotline call said seven zero four seven five zero nine four three four and tell us what you don't get, or you can swing over to the Discord and leave us a voicemail in the Discord upload channel. Uh, we've got some voicemails here from the voicemail hotline come that have come in. If Google will load in any reasonable amount of time,
1: no, no, thank you. Yeah. Hey, Deb. Uh, to me and the colleague, I actually recently tried your steak recipe and it's it's just not for me. But I um, want to also call in, and because uh, your don't get from a couple episodes ago was uh, just being tall, uh, being six foot six. I have the same fucking problem, like hunching over chopping vegetables when I'm doing my refs, yeah. trying to cook shit. But another thing is, uh, the clothing too. It's really fucking annoying. Uh, I try to go to Walmart because I need a polo shirt for an interview. Because fuck, I can't find a goddamn dress shirt that will fit right off the rack. That's damn near impossible. So I go to Walmart. Looking for a polo I find an XL And you know I'm fat whatever But I'm like okay Looks like it's about good I, I usually have trouble Finding polos That are in shirts That are long enough So I'm like okay That's an XL Surely a 2X Will be a little bit longer And a little bit wider Just It wider. is about yeah. 2 inches shorter And about 5 inches wider <laughs> yeah. fucking bullshit.
0: That's why I love these These are Hanes black labels These V-necks yeah. I've been wearing For the last couple of years uh they're they're extremely long. If you're watching the video, you can see yep. that uh pulled all the way down, they come pat almost yeah, they come past my zipper line. They came a lot. They came a lot lower when I had a more of a gut. Mm-hmm. And now that it's kind of disappearing, they all they've all turned really baggy and I'm wondering if I have to go down to a large. Maybe? That would suck cuz I have about 40 of these because <laughs> I just they're they're like $7 or something yeah. so every every two or three months I'll just go to Target and mm. get like Here's a couple, a couple blues a couple yeah. of blacks a couple of grays and just keep adding them into the closet and then I don't have to do laundry as much
1: Freshly cut grass on the roadway here and this is how I talk Boo! Woo! I'm so Gary, see you soon tab and your little bike too <laughs> speaking of that
0: i did hit a patch of i don't know what i think sand the yeah. other day but i was in the car yeah and i was taking a left turn and i wasn't taking a wild left turn i was taking a like foot on the brakes left turn yeah and i hit this patch of sand in the back of the car flies around <laughs> i was like i look like i you know was trying to hit that going 60 yeah. and i was going you know 35 through it but i was coming up into i think it was sand cuz i was coming up into a construction zone ah, probably so the back end flipped around and i just i steered into it and and corrected but i was uh that was more shocking than when i've done that doing fast going fast cuz i'm kind of anticipating it when i'm yes. taking turns yeah. too fast but i kind of came out of nowhere
1: Timmy, I'm just catching up on the shows, uh, and I don't appreciate this fucking uh, boner guy sixty- 60- Boner Guy 69? Oh my god, drunk guy. I am Hans Bratwurst at paypig.org, motherfucker, you sound like a sixteen-year-old twink. Fucking! why don't you go just let some packies rape your fucking 13-year-old daughter and do nothing about it like a good little cuck, Nigel. Pay him the 50 bucks if you don't want to hear from me, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, love ya. I'll let you set up a date with your mother as tribute for your influence. Thanks, buddy. Kisses, bye. That's funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's time for uh, voicemail beef to come back.
0: Voicemail beef, yeah. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna stop the if you wanna stop someone from voicemailing, there's only one way.
1: Or what the other way.
0: What's the other way? You
1: could You could suck our dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Todd Seidel doing an impression of Boner Guy Sixty Nine, doing an impression of drunk Todd Seidel Dan, <laughs> doing an impression of Todd Seidel here. And this is how I talk. <laughs> I forgot where I was even going with this. And um, bag of dick. And I guess you might to get on right here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, those are our voicemails. Lots of beef this week. Mm hmm. Oh, boy. Well, uh, yeah, be sure to swing over to that, that those YouTube podcast channels. Maybe a Discord. Maybe. Defraud the movies.
1: Defraud the films.
0: Defraud the films. Films. Uh yeah. Use that code phrase, defraud the movies, in your comment. Yeah. You know, whatever, you can say anything you want, but then put defraud the movies in there. And let's see.
1: You know, just let's see if the message gets across. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is like, you know, this is like when uh Guy comes around your 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 establishment and says, you know, there's a lot of a lot of dangers in here. You know, someone might fall and smash this window. So if you want to make sure you have insurance to make sure nobody mm-hmm. trips and falls in your premises, maybe you give us a little bit of money and make sure that none of these uh, these trip and fall guys come around. Yeah. And next week when you're short, oh, what do you know? Someone uh, tripped and fell in your establishment. That is sure unfortunate. Sure unfortunate, Tim. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Be sure to support us on Patreon. Uh, Leave a comment on this episode or on the video episode. If you're a patron, uh, let us know what you've got, what you don't get. Call us on the voicemail hotline. And uh, yeah, until next week. See you later. Oh, and listen to the time cop commentary. (coughs) Until next week, we'll see you later.